So can I pose this conundrum? Let's do it. Yeah, about? let's start off with the conundrum. All right, let's let's let's, let's kick off episode thirty-one with no introduction, straight into a conundrum. Big dog go. So just before we started recording, we were talking about stouts, <laughs> and I mentioned that I'm not a huge fan of stouts, mm. and I'm especially not a fan of stouts in the summertime. Yeah. Mm. Kieran objected to that. I did. Mm. Saying that stouts in the summertime and not drinking stouts is like saying you won't eat soup in the summertime. Is that what you said? Someone surprised the other day that I was making soup in the height of summer. Mm. (laughs) I just thought that was an odd thing to uh, to sort of be pulled up on, you know. Mm. Soup is delicious. It doesn't have to be served piping hot. Not every day in summer is 43 degrees. You could have a tasty, cool, chilled gazpacho. You could, or you could just have regular soup, you know, warm. But you can't. Inside your air-conditioned house. But what you've just said there is that soup actually is quite versatile because it doesn't have to be served. Yeah, right. Okay, fair play. But stout is pretty much served at room temperature and that's it. Well, put put it this way. I wouldn't walk out outside and have a bowl of hot piping hot soup on my back deck on a 43 degree day (laughs) just in the same way that i wouldn't sit on the back deck on a 43 degree day and have a a a big glass of stout but in an air-conditioned bar in an air-conditioned restaurant on a cool summer's day I i don't see this idea I know that we have these sort of traditions that certain foods and drinks are restricted to seasons and they're seasonal things, but at the end of the day, I th- why restrict yourself the joy of a delicious stout? Like, right here in the Kensington Palace, it's quite warm outside. I think it's, mm. it's, it's starting to notice the high 20s, possibly even 30s. Mm-hmm. In here, in my lounge, as the French pronounce it, Actually, this is sort of this is technically the dining room, but it's all open plan. <laughs> it's got a couch. It's perfectly yeah. cool in here, and I could quite. I've got five five plastic uh, containers of delicious Mexican chicken soup in the fridge, and I would quite easily have a, a stout right now because I am cool. Not not in terms of like. <laughs> Kieran's, temperature. I'm talking Kieran, about temperature. Kieran's wearing aviators right now. And <laughs> he just chatted up that girl at the bar. And uh, I smell yeah. like Draca Noir. Because <laughs> I'm cool. So where's your conundrum here, Kate? So well, well, if I can extend if I can extend on it then. Please do. So if you were in the desert <laughs> and all of a sudden you're close. To, you know, passing out from dehydration. Yeah. You've been out in the desert, you you know, you're struggling. You've got no water, and then you stumble across... I passed a vending viola, machine and it was empty. Except for stout. <laughs> yeah. Would you have a stout? You asked me if I would drink a liquid in the middle of a desert. Of course <laughs> I would drink a stout, big dog. Even if that stout was the only thing you could have to refresh yourself... And then you had like, say, another, I don't know, 10, 10 kilometers to the next water source. What would you do? Well, I mean, I think you're trying to frame this as sort of an absurd question. It is. Would, it, I, of would, it's would I, in a very, very hot place, drink a stout? Life you've, and also death fra- <laughs> you've also framed it in a life and death situation where I'm being presented with a liquid <laughs> that isn't my own urine. 
So yeah, <laughs> obviously I'm taking the stout. Kieran's already had a bone to pick with his own urine yeah. and he's in this hypothetical for quite some time now. I'm definitely taking the stout over my own piss. That's for sure. <laughs> that is Sensible. for sure. <laughs> because because then you need you need some sort of liquor to create your own piss to then drink later on. So let's say I've got ten k's to go to safety. It's like well, I'm going. I better drink this stout. Then at the five k mark, I can potentially produce some urine to then also drink. Filter that through my sock, and maybe I don't know what stout urine tastes like, but uh, you know. <laughs> In a survival scenario, Big Dog, we're talking about any sort of liquid, recycle the liquid, recycle the liquid. You can't drink your own sweat. I suppose. You know, it's got to be urine. <laughs> I've got a decent bone, but oh, I, I can we save should it go for into that. No, no, no. Go into this bone. You've been holding never, onto this bone. Never hold back, Big Dog. All right. Pretty much the whole reason we started this podcast Is... was to hear your ridiculous thoughts on life. All right. That's true. <laughs> so, the Big Dog has a bone to pick with... And this will come as no surprise to Okay. Me. Jetstar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Fair. Yeah. I would just like yeah. to say that I am on board. I have bought my ticket to this bone. But, but, <laughs> how confident are you that you are on board for the same reasons as Nick Barry? Because <laughs> he may have some bizarre reason why he doesn't like Jetstar. I'm almost going to assume that it's something to do with being ripped off by those crooks. Big dog. <laughs> so, the big dog and the family are going to Sydney for a few days at the end of the month. Okay. Yeah. We're taking the kennel on the road. Taking the kennel to the sky. Sky kennel. <laughs> anyway, as I have a little kid in tow, there are certain arrangements I have to cater for. And one of those is being a pram. You can't, you've got to take a pram with you. You just it's it's um it's a it's a device used to transport a human being around. It's just one of those things you have to. <laughs> yeah, big dog. I think most people know what a pram. Yeah, is. yeah. Good, good. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't think Jetstar really. Does. <laughs> uh, oh, okay, interesting. Well, well, at least I didn't think that they did. Yeah. Hmm. So I added it. As luggage, not realizing they have a policy where prams can be checked in for free. Okay, and not, not the same thing that happened to me. As paid luggage. So they didn't when they when they do that, they don't tell you that. Not very well, no. <laughs> no. So I bought tickets a while ago, and then I was looking at it this morning, and I was like, shit, we've got this pram. Um, we've got to include, like, we've got to, like, we're going to get stung. Because the other thing too is you've got to get organised. Yeah. You've got to, you've got to tell them what's going on and what you're bringing before you get to the airport. Mm. Otherwise, you get hammered. <laughs> you get hammered big time for yes. exorbitant fees. I yes, think that you might do. be Kieran's bone. Just from oh, the look on his face. Fuck me, you do. So mm. anyway, so I went. Okay, I'll do the right thing and then let them know that we've got a pram. And immediately it told me, well, that'll be $25 for this item. It doesn't say, it doesn't give you an option to specify that it's a pram. Mm. Although it does, they do know that we're taking an infant with us. Mm. So it cost us $40 one way to add the pram. Oh, so yeah. that's 86 bucks or something. Yeah. Fucking hell. And then after you've paid for it, 
it gives a little note comes up and says by the way prams <laughs> <laughs> and other devices are checked in for free oh, after aye, you've aye, paid aye. for it aye, aye, when aye. I was what reading the when I was reading the full invoice it said don't forget your like prams and things like that are checked in for free so I get on to like their customer service contact yeah. point which is literally the only thing you can do is talk to somebody on like a Skype type scenario you know what I mean like an yeah. instant messenger yeah mm-hmm. in Thailand or something and I shall bring up for you oh, uh, the correspondence oh a transcript a transcript <laughs> fucking hell this is good stuff so how them, do you have a transcript because they they give you the option to have that email to wow. you wow so the lady who shall the person the customer service agent I won't give that let's name. call her Clara yeah let's call her Clara that was like the person Clara. that was the person I was communicating with uh, with a <laughs> separate <laughs> entity the other day she says that's her real name the she says hi my name is Clara how can I help you today I say hi Clara it's the big dog <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you actually say that no, oh. no I didn't that's <laughs> but anyway she said hi big dog <laughs> How can I help you today? Some of this I'm embellishing. No, no, I like all of it. And I said, I was just inquiring if a pram needs to be included as checked in luggage. And then I said, our pram is, you know, actually our pram is about 20 kgs, but anyway, doesn't matter. She said, let me check that information for you. One moment, please. I like that you have made her slightly robotic. Well, I couldn't suggest she's not a real person. I think she was a real person. And it says, as per checking, if you have an infant or small child on your booking, you may bring one of each of the following. A stroller, a pusher or pram, a portable cot, a car seat, a a portable high chair. Yeah, car seat makes sense. And they say, these items are carried as checked-in baggage for free, regardless of fare, and in addition to any checked baggage allowance. Right. It will not count towards your checked baggage allowance as long as you're travelling with an infant or child. Mm. And then she said, is there anything else I can help you with today? I say, well, I have just paid for 25 kilos in checked-in luggage for the pram. So, just to clarify, the pram can be checked in for free. Mm. That's correct, as long as you're travelling with an infant or child. Mm. <laughs> is there anything else I can help you with today? I said, well, is it possible to claim a refund on the checked-in luggage I paid for? Mm. She said, unfortunately, <laughs> that's not refundable. I will not be able to process a refund for you. Really? There is no option to manage my booking and process a refund? <laughs> That's stupid though, because it's not like you've, you've bought something and you haven't used it. Yeah. There's absolutely no absolutely. reason why they shouldn't be able to process it. Absolutely. That's bullshit. And she said, yes, unfortunately, we don't have an option to process a refund for you since it's non-refundable. That's what she said earlier as well. And I say, but I didn't realise that prams are excluded from the check-in fee. Which is reasonable. And then she said, I understand. As said Chloe. Don't think you do, Clara. Clara. I said then, is there any way I can speak to someone regarding this? Then there was a pause. Go higher up the chain. 
There was a pause yeah. for about a minute and a half. Then she comes back and says, I understand. As per double checking, we can process a oh, oh, wow. Clara Since, went up the food chain. Yeah, but here's their deal. We can process a refund for you since it's still within 24 hours from the time that you purchase uh, the baggage option. Oh, what a dodge. Cheeky. And then anyway, the rest is just sorting that shit out. <laughs> so in other words, they can do it. Of course they can. But they won't they unless won't. you demand it. Unless, <laughs> it, like, like, li- like, literally, like, you're like me that. and you've, just like, read. just bought it. Now, most people... Wouldn't probably think to double check. They just get on with their lives. Mm, yeah, and that's how they get you. And that's bullshit. That's how they got me. I'm sorry, but that is wrong yeah, to say that. Crooks. Yeah, <laughs> and they weren't even going to do that until I kept kicking up. Oh, a stink. you've got to make a noise. You've got to make a noise. You did well there. You made a noise. So anyway, there you go. Yeah, fuck Jetstar. Great, great times. <laughs> Is, is, I, I've got a, I've got just got a little bone. I've got a little bone to pick with something. A little like, chicken rib. It's it's a theoretical bone. Chicken rib sponsored by <laughs> Nando's. <laughs> no, should get some. We should get some cheap sponsorship. Lots of other podcasts do crappy sponsorships. Like, and now here's my uh, here's my complaint of the day. Sponsored by Jimmy Jam. I mean, technically, this podcast is because I bought these these beers, right? Yeah, and I get paid by the Department of Education. So technically this podcast is sponsored by the Victorian government. I don't think you know how sponsorships work. <laughs> um so okay so I've spoken got a, by Sir McDonald Canberra. So I've got a I've got a bone to pick with Smiths. Chips? Chips? What? Oh okay. Smith's I think chips. I think I know where this is oh, going. I, I just bought out Lamington fucking <laughs> chips <laughs> and they can fuck right off. That is the uh, that is the stupidest idea for a crossover I have literally whoa. ever heard in my entire life. Sometimes you eat an entire bag of chips and you don't have room for dessert, so it kind of brings them brings them together. It takes both boxes. Eric, I love you and I love your enthusiasm for things, but in this particular case, you are wrong. I am usually as almost as enthusiastic about things as you are, but in this particular case, this is an unnecessary blight on humanity. It doesn't need to exist. And I have it on reasonable authority that it is awful. It is oh, you haven't even tried weird. it. I haven't tried it, and I will never try it because I don't want to reinforce their <laughs> idea that let's just make a cool, fun new thing and boost sales for three months. It's not, sur- no, it's not surprising. Not surprising that the man from the USA is defending a uh, sweet and sour Frankenfurt. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, the USA is the home of utterly horrific food concoctions that just shouldn't shouldn't be real how do you feel about that comment that's fair looking at (laughs) looking at you pretzel M&M's I I, pretzel M&M's now that alright so look Eric Eric, you know what I'll do I won't eat them but for the next podcast I'll get you a little wee baggie of the lemon of the Lamington Smith chips and you can try them I I expected everybody to be on board in my outrage at this concept 
But Eric's Eric's willing to take the plunge. I'll fight you on a peanut oak. Uh, uh, I'm with uh, you, Cal. Pretzel M&Ms as well. No, oh, pretzel M&Ms are disgusting. What? It's like, Salty, oh, this is sweet, a delicious, crunchy chocolate tree. And then it's like, salt. Mm. You're like, fucking hell, where'd that salt come from? Now I looked at the bag. Because in America, the pretzel M&Ms come in a blue bag, just True. like my favorite type of M&M. They're crispy. Good. And so I, I, I don't know, I can't remember where I was and why we had a bag of pretzel M&M's, but I reached in to grab them and I was thinking like, ah, time for a mouthful of my favourite crispy M&M's. And I was like, oh, chocolatey, chocolatey, chocolatey salt. In America, they have, um, they released a, a potato chip that was covered yeah. in chocolate cow. You took a photo. So you would have fucking hated it. Sent it to my friends in America, and we all we all got excited. Do they know what a lot of these fucked up chips? Well, these fucked up chips. I've told them all about it. I've told them all about it. So I'm going to introduce that concept, and hopefully it's. So Eric, on the next podcast, I will get you a bag of the Lamington (laughs) chips, and you can eat them. But the deal is, the deal is, you have to eat. All the of the chips within the space of the podcast. Okay, okay. I get all right. That. How, that, how about we make it more interesting as well? Because there's a couple of other. Well, I can all... get another one and make Big Dog eat the other one, and well, you have a race to see who okay. can eat them all. Race. I think oh, they're pretty cliched what they've brought out. I think another one oh, is the Aussie meat pie with sauce oh. chip. Oh yeah, yeah I've seen uh, that. Franken food. Um, yeah. So so Cal, I just thought I've just brought up the uh, uh, Lay's uh, uh, potato <laughs> chips. Covered in milk chocolate. Wondering wonder what you think of those. That's so stupid. It even says in the top corner, limited edition, salty and sweet. Well, on a more philosophical level, I do have, I do have a sincere issue with these sorts of things because it, if you look at, if you look at humanity, wow, um, and 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 <laughs> first world, first world humanity. Are you a food segregationist? Are you are you saying <laughs> say that certain no, foods no, should no, not no, be assimilated with other foods? No, no, no. Let, let me let me finish. Um, I think there. If you look at it, the single biggest success story for a given value of success of the twentieth century was the food industrial agriculture was the food system in Western countries. That's been the single biggest growth in terms of industries within society the food production system exploded in the 20th century and part of that was we hit on this formula of combining Mm. heavily fatty Mm -hmm. foods with heavily sweet foods and putting those two things together chemically does really weird shit to our brains that a lot of people can't actually deal with um, psychologically mm. we can't deal with the chemicals that that makes our brain release and that's why there is these massive obesity and uh, epidemics that's part of the big part yeah. of the reason why people can't actually control what they're eating because they're eating these delicious concoctions mm. like deep fried chips covered in chocolate and if you already potentially are going through a bad time you, you get presented with something like that and it's a crutch and it's it's a terrible drug to be sort of dishing out on humanity. So and it's, and on it's, a philosophical level, I do have a genuine issue with these with these particular things. Yes, they are they are delicious, but also they're unnecessary and do bad things to people's brains. Go on, big. I was just going to say, and they and they start early too. They go for the oh, they yeah. go for the, they go kids. For the kids. Yeah, 
Mm. You get a kid some. You give a kid some sugar. Holy moly! He's never had sugar get, before. Get a little razzle on the sugar. <laughs> Whoa! Hey kid, you want a potato chip? Sure. Hey kid, you want some chocolate? Sure. Why not both? <laughs> it's cr- it's crazy. Chocolate covered chips. Yeah. But I can tell you something else. No. Oh, yeah. One other thing: chocolate and meat. Oh. A combination. <laughs> Okay. Squeeze me. This is because you can have chocolate and meat, and this is quite common in South America, like like cacao uh-huh. and meat, but without sugar. Not a, not a sugary thing. Just using the flavors of. That's out. not yeah, but that's not chocolate. No, okay. that's not chocolate. Sorry, I, I just I just wanted to because you know, they use cocoa powder in in, in Mexican sauces. Well, More or less. Well, well here's for richness, yeah. but it's not like it's not putting chocolate on a on a sausage. Yeah. Well, here's one for you. So around the corner from where I used to live, Where's that? there was a in Elstonwick. Elstonwick. Yep. So near home, the old home of many, uh, because of the it's it's look I'll, I'll be honest it's it's a, it's a big Jewish area so there's a lot of bagel shops and places like that in the area. Love a good bagel. Yeah. Well, this place was a burger shop that combined a chocolate bagel. <laughs> With a bagel. With oh. a burger. <laughs> now I never had it. Can't even. But they had photos of it, and and was like, try our chocolate burger bagel. Yeah. And it looked horrific. Well, it kind of sounds like an offshoot of the um, the trend of a couple of years ago of having a cheeseburger. But instead of a bun, it was two Krispy Kreme donuts. That was a big thing like two or three years ago where people said, hey, instead of a nice steamed bread bun, what if we switched it out for a couple of donuts? (laughs) (laughs) So I'm still lost by this conversation. Are we talking about these as good or bad things? Well, so here's a Frankenfood. I heard oh, some, na- some nasty beer, see? some nasty beer that was like chocolate and peanut butter. That was just <laughs> like inhuman. I can't believe these mad scientists cooked that up. Okay, so I have a punishment to dish out, which I need to get on with um, before we before we move on too far in the podcast. Um, Eric, this punishment is for you uh-huh. for losing our last David Mitchell challenge. That's not how I remember it. <laughs> spectacularly falling to Kieran. I think you beat him by two tips on that last well, one. Um, yeah. You've got a choice. Okay. Okay. I've got two. I've got two. Um, I've got two challenges here for you. Okay. All right. Um, for the next pod. Uh, for the next podcast. All right. Um, you have got two choices. Okay. You can either, for the next podcast, before the podcast starts, do a Jaeger bomb immediately oh. before the podcast starts. <laughs> okay. Well, that's right. fine. Got to do it. On that's here. a thought. Yeah. You've got to do like, like oh, yeah. sorry, so, so right at the start of the podcast. Okay. Bonk, chug. Instant Jaeger bomb. Or okay. or are oh, you a couple of those as well or yeah, 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 I'm gonna get you donuts right <laughs> a large quantity of donuts <laughs> and you have to eat all the donuts okay during the podcast before the end of the podcast go to Jagerbomb then eat oh, donuts oh well 
Because I know you love donuts, yeah. but it might be too many donuts. Well, right. the classic Simpsons trio is a horror scene. Have all the donuts <laughs> yeah. in the world. Yeah. Well, so since I'm already committed to eating an entire bag of Lamington chips, I want to make, <laughs> make sure that I'm not overloading myself. So I might do the Jaeger bomb. Nice. Jaeger bomb, entire bag of chips, singing. Uh, the Australian National Anthem. Excellent. Okay, I can Excellent. handle that. All right. And then I'll do the donut thing the next podcast. As an addendum, as an addendum, I've got a little Eric. Oh, I, some late reading. Your your country is known for its cultural sensitivity and knowledge of, <laughs> of other knowledge of other cultures and stuff. We're very Eric, outward looking. Do you have? Do you know how to do any accents? I can do zero accents. Oh, uh, I can do zero accents. What? They all kind of boil down to one. Vaguely Cockney something. Okay, all right. Yeah. So you can do a Cockney accent. Well, sure. not intentionally. If I'm trying to do Australian, <laughs> then it turns right. into. So I would like you. I've got three books here. Eric, okay, and I would like what I want you to choose your accent. Okay? Oh, oh, oh. Well, yeah, I'm open to suggestions. Here? No, like, do, do, so you, oh. you say you've got the one accent that you do when you're not. Oh yeah, I guess so. I I'll, I'll try to make the yeah. I'll try right. to make this an Australian I'm getting, accent. I've got three books here Australian. and you have to choose between them and I just want you to read a small section yeah. of them okay. in your chosen accent okay. for the purposes of humor. <laughs> right. this, this is That's the second well. bit of your, your punishment. Right. <laughs> oh, so the first book we have like is going to be punishment for you guys. Direct from Kieran's childhood bookshelf. I thought that was mine. The Three Investigators and the Mystery of the Fiery Eye. Oh, so you can choose that. You don't, get to the you don't get to look at it beforehand. The second option is Growing Indoor Plants by Ronald oh, Menage. Great name. Yeah. Great. And the third book, which potentially could be the most humorous, Uh-oh. is The Five Love Languages. Wow. The Secrets of Love That Last. So which would Do you we like have, to uh, read? Uh, well, I guess uh, I guess it would have to be The Love Languages. All right, yeah. Top of the okay. stack. Okay, so Eric, I'm going to choose a section here. I'm just going to randomly open up it a bit. Uh i do this right now. You do have to do this right now. So you got your accent ready? Yeah, okay. I got. I, right. I should have been parroting you guys in my head for a little while to, to get <laughs> into right, the feel so of it. Eric doing his very best well, Cockney slash Australian so accent. So this, this is the problem here. I'll give you a paragraph here. Um, this is Australian, right? Could I Could I have you say, could I, could I get uh, you, you've got a good Australian. Could you say something like, uh, 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 <laughs> give me... I need I need something to play off of. I can't jump right into it. I gotta I gotta I gotta hear it and I gotta follow the rhythm. So you want me just to so say you, something randomly? Okay. Uh, read, read, read the, the first, first sentence. sentence okay. and I'll continue seamlessly. All right. <laughs> Do you want me to say it in an over the top? No, 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 no. Just in okay. a beautiful big okay. dog voice. Okay. Eric spent a year in Kelsey's friend zone before she agreed to go out with him. <laughs> <laughs> Since they were both big baseball fans, Eric took her out to a minor league game in Indianapolis. Sounds like Dr. They Phil. were sitting in a grassy area beyond the left field fence when suddenly a hard hit drive came their way. Eric jumped up and made an impressive barehanded catch, governor, for her first home run grab ever. That was beautiful, Eric. Thank you for Thank that. You Thank for you for playing along. Thank you for leading me. I didn't it. actually ch- deliberately choose a section. I didn't know with my name at a baseball there. game, but that suited. All right, delightful. So, <laughs> well done, Eric. I'll get you the Yagi for the next podcast and a pack of lemon chips. chips, please. All right. 
Well, now I've got to turn this around on you guys. Yeah, we, please we spoke about sponsorship, and I didn't want to jump in then, but the Australian uh, Tourism Bureau, based in Melbourne, has gotten me to to step in here as the as the foreigner, the big time foreigner on this podcast. I thought having me lead you guys foreigner. lead you guys into this as a way to show that Australia is open and, and interested in other cultures. We're talking about there's something going on. I don't know if you've heard about it. The Australian Open. They said, Eric, I heard about here's, it. Here's here's a pack of PBR run these through to boost awareness of the Australian Open because we're afraid it's not going to make it. Um, <laughs> so for each of you, I've got a list of three names. They're either going to be no-name tennis players or serial killers of the 20, 20th nice. century. So nice. Kieran, we're starting with you. I'm going to give you name okay. and country. And I'm giving you a group of three. Oh, and, and if he doesn't get it, does he have to drink a PBR? You have to drink oh, a PBR. Oh, yes! Yes, if you... If you, you whoever, we, we need to start running these challenges past me before we <laughs> start recording. <laughs> All right, Kieran. They're getting name and country uh, of three individuals. And tell me tell me what you think the split is. I'm not even going to ask for specific ones. You oh, say... Surely you're going to make it more difficult. Well, than that. let's see. Well, you'll each get it. Let's see. Which couldn't it be like two out of three or something? Oh, no. It's yeah. So, so, so I'll you, say... Yeah, okay. Person one, person two, person three. You'll okay. say yeah. two serial killers and one tennis player. Right. <laughs> so I'm not picking the name. No, I'm just picking the split. I, okay. Well, let's give the... Th- okay. We'll, we'll I screw think, that. I think we'll, just we'll do, pick the... Pick, like, give, give the names and then Kieran has to pick whether it's a serial killer or okay. a tennis player. Salvatore Caruso, Italy. What's the ne- yeah? What's the next one? Oh, all in a go. You know, so we're going. You just pick whether. Yeah, these guys didn't like that. Now, now you give me a thumbs up, thumbs down on serial killer or oh, tennis player per name. Serial killer. Uh, Luis Garavito from Colombia. Luis Garavito. Colombians don't really play tennis. <laughs> Racist. <laughs> but you said lower tier, so I'm going to say tennis player. Okay. okay. And here's a tricky one. This is a curveball because his name is Tennis. T E N N Y S. Tennis Sandgren from the U.S. Great. Is he got a murderer feel- named I've Tennis? I've got a feeling that is a. I think that's a. I think that's a tennis player. Okay, so you went. Serial killer, killer tennis, tennis player, tennis. tennis player. All right, two out of three. Does that mean you have to... Oh, so Kieran doesn't have to drink. Well, whoever's, whoever's, whoever's I mean, lowest. Whoever's lowest. Anyway. Okay. All right, Cal. Mikhail Popkov, Russia. Mikhail Popkov. I mean, Mikhail just... Mikhail sounds like Mikhail Gorbachev, who isn't <laughs> a serial killer. Although he was the head of the KGB. Uh, so he probably did some dodgy things. He did also bring down the Berlin Wall. So there's yeah, options. which is a pretty good, pretty good option. Oh look, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna, I feel like Gorbachev doesn't get the credit for ending the, the <laughs> okay. Cold War that he probably deserves. So I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go tennis player. I'm gonna okay. Go tennis player. Yasutaka Uchiyama, Ooh, Japan. I love that. Yasutaka Uchiyama. Yasutaka Uchiyama, Japan. I, I'm hoping that he's like a really weird Japanese serial killer. Okay. Sam Little, US. Oh, Sam renowned Little. for their serial killers, Japan. Mm-hmm. Sam Little, US. <laughs> Sam Little. Sam Little. I mean, the, the last name Little is kind of kind of going to give you some sort of a complex, surely. <laughs> um, I'm going to go serial killer for Sam Little. Okay, so we've got All right. uh, tennis player, serial killer, serial killer. 
All right, one correct. One you're, correct. You're oh. in the lead for the PBR. All right, big dog. So big dog's got to get everything wrong to, 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 to get to get to get to get yourself a delicious PBR. Okay, yeah. right. Fernando right. Leva, Mexico. Definitely a serial killer. <laughs> Diego Schwartzman, Argentina. He's a he is a tennis player. He is a tennis player. Okay, yeah, that's that's his week. Here's one we I know him. Here's one. Do I we? Liked. I know him. Why do you know him? Because he's. He's been around the circuit for a while. Okay. Yeah. Here's a tricky one. Volga Maniac. <laughs> Volga Maniac from Russia. Now, I'm going to go that he's a tennis player because to be a maniac and a serial killer, I mean, it's just unoriginal. <laughs> it's too obvious. It's too it? unoriginal. It's too obvious. He oh, won. is it a double bluff? So, so, so what did I go? So the first one was serial killer and then two tennis players. Okay. Volga Maniac is a serial killer. But that's your only one wrong. So hey. you got two right. Oh, no! Cal's got to drink that PBR. Terrible, terrible PBR. Thank you, Diego so Kieran's still <laughs> yet. Kieran's still yet to lose a challenge. I lost something. something. I, I drank a Rishes. Yeah, I drank, drank a Rishes. Which means I lost something. Oh, you drank... You did the public... The train quiz. That's... The train quiz. Yeah, the train, train quiz. quiz. Rish challenge. Um, a little bit of an update on uh, the subcard debacle, fellas. Mm, I, I mistakenly uh, claimed that it took 30-something subs last podcast in order for you to get a freebie. Um, I actually sat down and did the mathematics correctly. And um, a little bit of an update there. It's actually 277 is the amount of uh, foot-long Subway sandwiches you need to buy to get a, a, a free one, which is Nasty, still still a disgrace. It's still a lot of sandwiches. And we did a little bit of a mention on some of the other fast food uh, loyalty schemes. And I've just I've just done a little bit of a, a breakdown for you, just to let you know comparably how bad um, the Australian subcard scheme is. So I thought I'd just run through a couple of them here to finish. Um, so McDonald's McCafe... Uh, for coffees is a buy one get one uh, buy five get one free pretty good pretty good scheme mm. there right. um, but that's the only loyalty scheme that McDonald's offer and then we go into so Mad Mix which I think I mentioned on the last podcast um, it's a little bit confusing so you get 10 points for every dollar and then at every 1500 points gets you 10 locos dollars uh, okay. So what's that thing about? Points it's that thing about you get points for earning dollars, and then you turn points back into dollars, which I find a bit confusing. Um, but that works out roughly that if you spend one hundred and fifty dollars, you get ten dollars worth of bonus points. Yeah. And so that's fifteen small burritos at nine dollars ninety, or twelve and a half regular burritos oh. at eleven dollars ninety. So much better value there. Um, Guzman and Gomez, the other Mexican, big Mexican chain here in Australia, had an almost identical scheme. That's racist. As as I worked out. So they they give you one point per dollar, but then 150 points equals a $10 voucher. So that is also 12.5 burritos at $11.90. Good value there. Also delicious burritos. Delicious burritos, yeah. Um, Nando's is one point per dollar. Great. And... Um, and then when the dollars pay out, yeah, yeah, and then I you turn um, ten points into 
Yeah, you ten bucks. Oh, ten. Okay, yeah. so it's one to ten. So that's just a classic ten to one. Nando's nice. the best one. And so I thought, well, Subway Australia is clearly just getting destroyed here on their value. So I thought I'd have a quick Google around the world and see what the other some other Subways around the world were doing. Nice. So I went to Subway USA, and they had the most convoluted reward scheme of all. <laughs> Let me break it down for you. What the Subway USA My Rewards uh, loyalty scheme goes. So you get four tokens for every dollar. Okay. Four tokens. Okay. Right. Tokens. So they're for every dollar. like twenty-five cent tokens. Digital tokens. Okay. For every two hundred tokens you get, yeah, they give you a two-dollar reward. Fifty dollars for two dollars. Two-dollar okay. reward. Okay. So I worked out that to get a to pay for a twelve-dollar Subway sandwich, yeah, you would need to you would need to buy. 25 sandwiches okay, so still pretty crap so it's a 25 to 1 ratio yeah. just under the uh, just Australian under ratio of 27.7 so poor so Subway um, yeah rubbish absolute rubbish loyalty schemes um, if you want to be rewarded for your loyalty go eat Mexican true <laughs> yeah alright um, I have one last thing to add okay I have one last thing to add I have a very quick I've decided to shave the David Mitchell challenge just just down to a straight three games because that will give us okay. enough to split okay. I've got three important and I've tried to focus on presumably mattering to somebody somewhere so the first game we have to tip is I'm going to ask some tips from all three of you all right. the first game we have to tip we'll start off with uh, we'll start off with the with the big one which probably does matter to quite a lot of people uh, and Kieran you, you're in the box seat for this one we're going to we're going to tip the Titans playing off against the Chiefs and the AFC Championship the AFC Champions champion Championship and the Chiefs have have uh, have a plus seven in the betting yes they do so so I'm going to give you guys that plus seven so you get to tip you get to tip on the line for this one so, so what's what's so what 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 sports is this one this is for NFL. American, NFL. American NFL. Football. Oh, I thought AFC. Right, the Tennessee okay. Titans versus the Kansas City Chiefs. So uh, we're betting on the line. We're betting on the line. We're betting on the line for this one. The rest of them, there will be no. There's, there's no betting lines. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we're betting on the line, I'll probably take the Titans. The Titans have got seven points, so they start with a t- seven point advantage. Seven point. Yeah, I, I think it'll be close. All right. So, Kieran's taking the Titans. Not that anyone cares, but Derrick Henry could absolutely shred Kansas City. He really? could just he could just shred them. So you reckon they could Let's win see. without the line, potentially? No, I don't think they can win without the line because I think Patrick Mahomes will throw too many touchdowns. But the problem with Kansas City is they got no defense, and so and so they need to score. So they can't stop. They they, they win by outscoring the opposition, mm. and the Titans have a sounds like a massive great running back. Who just tears people up? That sounds like I don't think Kansas. I don't know how Kansas City can stop Derrick Henry. I just think Kansas City will be like, we just need to score more. When is that game, Kevin? That is seven a.m. tomorrow morning. Um. All right, Big Dog. Who are you taking? Well, who's the other one? Tennessee Titans and Kansas City Chiefs. I'll go the Chiefs. Okay, going Chiefs. Good. We've already for no reason other than I'm just going the opposite. Nice. (laughs) You're picking the favorite. That's a good option. Yeah, it's a good option. Okay, going going for the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes, yeah. That's He's the Chiefs minus seven. So if the Chiefs yeah. win by three, you two are lose. Yes. Right, right. But that's okay. That's yeah. okay. That's what that's what the, the markets are there for. Um, all right, so the next one is the final of the Dream Eleven Super Smash 
Ladies 2020 Ooh, in, mm. at the Basin. And intriguingly, this is this is great. Intriguingly, the Wellington Blaze, uh, in both forms of the comments, the Wellington, the Blaze, and the Firebirds, to the two Wellington teams in the 2020... This is cricket. Uh, we should, uh, should mention women's cricket. cricket. New Zealand well, no, cricket. Both, they, they are both... They, I think the Firebirds didn't end up undefeated, but they were almost undefeated. Both teams almost undefeated. The ladies, though, the Wellington ladies, they've won all 10 games, and they are the defending champions, and they are playing at home at the Basin. One would expect them to lose, but one, one would expect them to win, but there is a lot of talk of them choking in the final. Mm. They, 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 the game has, in fact, already started. It's been on for an hour. You can't check, the, you can't oh. check what's going on. You can't check what's going on. Okay. Uh, they are playing off against the Auckland Hearts. Wellington versus Auckland. That hey, classic hey. rivalry at the Basin Reserve. And they are... Uh, interestingly, I can tell you... I can tell you who won the toss, if you'd like. I will, I will tell you that if you'd like, or we can leave it, because they're... Apparently, chasing teams have a record of five wins to one. So wow. the chasing team regularly winning this season, which I thought was quite interesting. The Blaze... Are featuring this is the Wellington Blazer featuring such white cap uh, luminaries as the Kerr sisters, and they are led by Sophie Devine. And Hearts um, have uh, Harrington, a wonderful lady spinner called Harrington. I listened to a lot of cricket because I was hanging out with Kieran's family. Uh, so yeah, there's a bit of a rundown. It's already started. Who would you like, Auckland? Wellington. I'm taking Wellington. You're taking Wellington? All right. Can't back Auckland and do anything. That's disgusting. You're just in Auckland. You just hate Auckland. That's <laughs> fair. He's from Christchurch. We've yeah. talked about this, but Kieran really hates Auckland. That's fair. I don't hate it. It's just... Don't like it. It's Wellington just, are the favourites as well. They are undefeated. So, well, But favourites have been known to choke. Well, so. I'm going to go Auckland. All right. Just Excellent. to spite Kieran. Can Cherry Mary love that for Despite you? yourself by going for Auckland. <laughs> I can't, I can't take any more punishment on this podcast. I'm going to go Wellington. Yeah! <laughs> I love that. All right, so we've got a definitive split here. Um, in the last game that we've got, I thought um, we'd just bring in a bit of bowls chat here. Oh. So we're tipping on the next round of pennant is about to start up. So yeah. me, and, me and the Cox, Eric the Cox, will be out there bowling for Princess Park. We're yeah. in third position. Bowling to put ourselves Love up it. into second and continue our delightful streak of winning form. We should get out and have practice this week. Uh, in the Premier League, however, of bowls, the, the creme de la creme, this week, uh, just to cast off any aspersions of, you know, like Eric and I throwing matches or anything, I thought maybe we should tip on a Princess Park Gatlinburg match. And then I thought, oh, I, I probably don't want to do that because that, you know, we could get in trouble with um, my cack or... Or water or something. Um, we've got next week. We've got a very, should be a close game. We've got Altona, who is sitting second on the Premier League bowls ladder, versus Deer Park, who I, I'm pretty sure we played next to. We played next mm. to that team uh, a few months ago, Eric. Yeah, first games of Pennant. Um, yeah, fun fact. Altona has played in two draws, like side draws this year, which is quite uncommon mm. in the lower levels. Yeah. But apparently quite common in the higher levels because the games are so much closer. Yeah. And they're so focused on the overall win that apparently lots more games end in draws because they only win by a small number of shots. Very interesting. So Deer Park versus Altona. It's at Altona, uh, not under the Superdome. Mm. Mm. Uh, 
Who would you like, Big Dog? Deer Park or Altona? I'm going to go Altona. Altona. Going for the favourite there. KB, who would you like? Who do you want, Cox? <laughs> uh, yeah. mm. well. I'll take the opposite of what he picks. All right, perfect. Okay. Nice. Well. It's been a bit of time in Altona. That's, that's, week, that's so. why I was thinking we should pick uh, Altona. I feel like they're going to be fired up. They're going to be mad. They're going to have some energy to put put towards the match. So I'm going to go Altona. All right, and that leaves Kieran. You go into the upset. You ca- you take I'll into take your park. Upset. Yeah, that's fine. There we go. That's the David Mitchell challenge. Thank All you for right. This PBR is not. It's not the worst beer I've ever had. I love it. I love it. <laughs> this, this, this is not... We did explain that this was a to, Milwaukee beer, right? Compared to the rushes I drank on yeah. two podcasts ago, uh, this is divine. The Very Bullock Hour, sponsored by Pabst. Oh, Pabst. You get us that money, Eric, and we'll, we'll make <laughs> it talk. happen. We'll make it happen. So, established in 1844... Oh. He has to read it as part of this. In Milwaukee... Did I say that right? Milwaukee? Milwaukee. Like yeah. yeah, Milwaukee. Um, it says, This is the original Pabst Blue Ribbon Beer. Nature's choicest product. Sounds Kiwi. Lies. Provided its... What is that? Prized flavor. Oh, is that prized flavor? Okay, prized flavor. <laughs> it's written in cursive for the listeners. Yes. <laughs> Only the finest of hops and grains are used. Selected as America's best... In 1893. <laughs> <laughs> so, so over a hundred years ago, that's great, and they're still hanging on to it. Over a hundred years ago, it was the best you could get in America. <laughs> Things haven't moved on since then. We presume we haven't looked at the TV in a wee while. <laughs> that's that's good. I actually quite like that. That's funny. Uh, so that's it from us for episode 31 I presume we've run out of time oh yeah so over time my god there is going to be there is going to be some slashing and burning (laughs) hope you weren't attached to any of that content fellas because there's going to be 20 minutes of cull do it it's going to be gone nice Um, that's it episode 31 Woo! it's been a great time we're going to go to the park and play some weather's still sunny at the moment still sunny there is supposed to be rain um, hail now hail so, hail and torrential rain up well, to 50 we'll see. Hills. we'll see how we go um, but that's it from us we'll Woo! catch you for episode 32 about a month from now yeah alright good stuff catch you later.